So my verse for today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, verses 19 and 20. <clears throat> what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God <clears throat> in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. And firstly, I'd like to consider... Um, the place of the temple, our bodies being the, the temple of the Holy Spirit. Initially, the temple was really the tabernacle that's described in exacting detail in the book of Exodus. Those chapters there uh, paint a beautiful picture of the tabernacle construction, the furniture, the layout. And I'd encourage you, if you haven't done so in a while, to go back and reread those details of the tabernacle design and the construction in Exodus 25 to 27. <clears throat> there are so many types of Christ in the tabernacle and what a wonderful Bible study it can make. Um, this temple or tabernacle was portable. It needed to be, right? As the Israelites were wandering in the wilderness for decades, it would be taken down and transported along with the Ark of the Covenant as they moved from place to place. We need to fast forward a little bit to the 10th century BC when 1 Kings 6 gives us details for the first permanent temple, which was built by King Solomon in Jerusalem. The Israelites no longer needed a portable temple. Uh, they'd reached the promised land, but they did need a permanent temple. Um, that temple built by Solomon was destroyed by the Babylonians. And a second temple detailed in the book Ezra was built under the reign, reign of King Cyrus in Jerusalem. And then finally, um, Herod would ultimately rebuild the temple to both expand its size and its grandeur. Classic Herodian style, it said that 10,000 workmen were chosen to help rebuild the temple, making it one of the biggest construction projects at that time. Now, today, the place of the temple is the Christian's body. From our verse, know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I think this is too wonderful for mere words to describe adequately. It's too big for any of us to truly and fully comprehend. This fact should make us literally tremble every moment of every day. That God's spirit, think about this, the spirit of God, who is fully God, one person in the triune Godhead, would choose to dwell in the body of the believer? Do we really realize who we're hosting in our body? Do we realize that God himself, creator and sustainer of the universe, has seen fit to take up residence in our bodies? I ask us, is he living in a seedy apartment filled with strife and filth? Or is he living in a peaceful residence filled with harmony? What does he see through our eyes? What does he hear? from our mouths? What does he read in our thoughts? What does he experience through our actions? How is our temple? Is it a place that God is pleased to dwell? Secondly, I want to ponder the purpose of the temple. The Jewish temple was a place of prayer and praise. It was a place of consecration of persons and things. The temple was a place for remembering the law of the Lord. 
It was a place where regular sacrifices were made for atonement in the temple. It was the center of worship. And it was a place for the holy things, such as the brazen altar, where sacrificial offerings were made to the Lord, the bronze laver, where the priests washed their hands and feet, the table of the showbread, which was to hold the special bread given as a food offering to the Lord, contained the golden lampstand, which provided light and provided a reminder that God is the giver of all life. There was the altar of incense, which was used for the incense offering twice daily in the temple. And it also contained the Ark of the Covenant, which had the mercy seat on top. The most sacred pieces of furniture in the entire temple. Where only once per year could a man enter behind the veil into the holiest of holies where the Ark was kept. Inside the Ark, we had the golden pot of manna, Aaron's rod, and the tables of the Ten Commandments. So with all that being said, I ask us, for what purpose are we using our bodies, our temple of the Holy Ghost? Is it to take in all the world has to offer? Is it to make money and enjoy temporal things? Are we using our temple to please ourselves? Or are we using our temple to glorify God? How much do we use our bodily temples to worship God? John 4.23 says, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshiper shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. Are we using our temples to offer sacrifice? Romans 12.1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Are we allowing the light of Christ to shine through our bodily temple like the golden lampstand? Matthew 5.16 says, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Are we regularly offering up like the altar of incense, uh, consistent prayers and praises unto God? Revelation 8.4 says, And the smoke of the incense which came with the prayers of the saints ascended up before God out of the angel's hand. Lastly, I want to contemplate the price of the temple. Interestingly, some scholars have done some estimates on the price of the various Jewish temples. Keep in mind, these numbers are really just rough estimates, but they do give a picture of the massive cost. The tabernacle, when accounting for the gold, the silver, the brass, the wood, fabric, the garments, and the precious stones uh, would have cost roughly $10 million in today's money. Solomon's temple is thought by some to have cost upwards of $500 billion of today's dollars. The second temple in the Herodian reconstruction would uh, undoubtedly been in the hundreds of billions of dollars. So suffice it to say, even though we wouldn't have any exact way of finding out exactly how much the the price of these temples was, um, the price for them was very high in human monetary terms. But I ask us, what did our bodily temple cost God? Twice in the book of 1 Corinthians, the Lord tells us that ye were bought with price. When was the last time we actually considered that price? We've all probably heard it said that our sin cost God his son. 
It's true, but it fails to plumb the depth of what that really entails. It goes much deeper than that. Think about this. God is so holy and so righteous that one sin is enough to secure damnation for all of eternity. But Christ paid the ransom for the believer's sins, all of them. So the punishment is infinite then the price God paid for each of our bodily temples is infinite. God the Son paid an infinite price to secure the salvation of a single soul. What a God. What a Savior. What love. What mercy. So again, I say what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Amen.